Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're going to discuss what to do when your needs inconvenience others. And we're going to note a question from a listener. Thank you guys for these. If you have a question, animus at animusempire.com. I'm sure I will get to it eventually. This one, the listener asked, what do when your needs, when you have needs, what, what, yeah, so what do you do when they inconvenience others? He gives the example of you're in a car with your sibling and you want that sibling to turn the radio down and turn the music down in the car. And that sibling does not want to. You have a need for lower music, lower volume on their music. They have a need for higher music. Uh-oh. You may be inconvenienced somebody else with your needs. What do you do here? Well, you know, this comes from what we talk about here quite often on this channel, on this podcast. You got to have needs. Now, overall, I can tell you what your needs are. They are a need for authority, need to at least have a healthy relationship with authority, and need to have intimacy. You need a career, you need money, and you need somebody to share that money with. That is what you need overall. And that's healthy to acknowledge, right? That's part of the Oedipus complex. But also, you got to go not deeper necessarily, but you got to get more specific. This is really important to get really specific about what your needs are. And a great way to get specific, not for everybody, but generally speaking, given what we're going through culturally, a great way to figure out what your needs are specifically is to ask yourself what you are not saying to others when you want to say it. So, Imagine being in a car with somebody, we've all been there, they're playing the music too loud, and you wanna, you know, you, you wanna tell them to turn the music down, but you're afraid, well, this is gonna inconvenience them, oh, it's their car, uh, oh, they're, they're going through this thing, you know, they just broke up with their girlfriend or something, you know, whatever it is, you come up with rationalizations, really, you're just afraid to express your needs because that is emotionally uncomfortable for you. So the first thing to do here is just to ex accept that when you express needs, part of you getting your needs met is changing other people's behavior. Now this doesn't mean controlling their behavior. You know, how do we distinguish between a healthy need and an unhealthy need? Are you pursuing pain or are you pursuing pleasure? Yeah, you could be pursuing pain. That's a different kind of need we'll say for a video. Um, on masochism, sadism, but if you are avoiding pain versus pursuing pleasure. That's a good way to tell, generally speaking, whether it's a healthy need. So if, if you're, you want this need because you're avoiding something painful, then it's probably not unhealthy, or it's probably unhealthy, excuse me, however, if you want to pursue happiness, you know, so if a guy's thinking about breaking up with his girlfriend, the only reason he doesn't want to break up with her is because he can't imagine her with somebody else. And, oh, what if she gets a boyfriend before I get a girlfriend? I'll feel like a loser, so I can't break up with her. i got to hold on. Well, that would be being in that relationship. Of course, there's some digging to do there in therapy, but generally being in that relationship, wanting to hold on to that need would be unhealthy because you are avoiding pain. As opposed to, I want to break up with my girlfriend because having this kind of woman in my life is some is somebody who I want and my girlfriend is not that. You know, this is a healthy part of my development, but my girlfriend is not that. So I want to break up with her so I can go on to find a girl who would be a better fit for me. Okay, that would, generally speaking, be a healthier need. It's kind of a distraction there. So just, um, what, what am I saying? Is, uh, yeah, just accept that your needs are going to get somebody else to do something that they may not 
specifically want to do. Um, and that in itself is uncomfortable. Right? That may lead to not only an inconvenience of, of somebody else, but a, a prima facie, prima facie disapproval from somebody else. And we may actually be avoiding that feeling of getting disapproval, that, that feeling of conflict um, at the, at, in, in order, yeah. So in order, to, we sabotage our own needs in order to avoid that feeling. Again, the avoidance of pain. So I think that's the main point here. We'll get to it, you know, but a few things you can do just in general is just to ask in a different way. You know, sometimes when you're expressing your needs, part of being comfortable expressing needs is, okay, I asked in one way, let me ask it another way. Let me bring it up in this way. Um, let me work on my persuasion. That's something else you could do. I mean, what is persuasion? It is in a sense, a connection plus authority. It's connection, how well you are connected with this person emotionally plus authority. Right. How solid are you in your belief that the music really needs to be turned down? I talk about this in my book, an example with uh, my roommate, my old roommate. I, I was, you know, probably not the best roommate. He was messier than I was, and I was uh, upset often that maybe he wouldn't clean up after himself. And I would, I, I would lash out. I would probably be more hostile than I needed to be. Uh, not because of him, but probably because of some other resentment issues that I had at the time. And it was kind of a knock me over with the feather moment when I began to realize, you know, it's so much easier to get him to do what I want him to do, to clean up the dishes in the sink, for instance, if I just talk with him maybe five minutes a day. It seemed like what he wanted in our roommate relationship was more of a friendship. And, you know, I'm a weird guy, so I didn't want that. But if I just talk to him five minutes a day, asking him to, to clean the dishes, he's like, oh yeah, sure. Influence isn't just authority, it's authority plus connection. So this is a great opportunity if you ask your, your sibling to turn down the radio. She's like, oh no, I don't want to turn the radio down. Maybe you don't have the connection. Maybe she really is just looking for a better connection with you. Okay, well, let's figure this out, let's connect. Not just about why don't you want the radio turned down, but this may just be a sign, even if you don't get the radio turned down in the moment, that this may be a sign. By the way, I keep saying radio turned down. Do you guys still listen to the radio when you're driving in the car? I mean, I know. I have like an iPhone I can hook up and everything, and maybe even Bluetooth over here. Wow. But I don't know. Something, there's something about listening to the radio in the car. You know, I think it's just good. Like you're in charge of so much now. You can just listen to any song you want. It's just good to put yourself in this position where I'm just going to listen to what the radio wants me to listen to. And if I really don't like it, I can change to the the station, of course. But that's that's an aside issue. I'm sure you're listening to music from your phone. I listen to a radio. <laughs> then I go to NPR to get upset. But. Yeah, so just understand that maybe this isn't about turning the music down in the car. This is just about, oh, I need a better connection with my sibling. Maybe one way to create a better connection is to create some sort of agreement with her. Like, uh, look, okay, how about um, you would turn the radio down now for 15 minutes and then go back. Now you're negotiating, right? And now you're communicating more and more. That is infinitely better. That is infinitely better than just saying, well, I, I don't want to bring it up because I want to avoid conflict. Get in the conflict. 
talk with people. Let people know what you are thinking, what you're feeling, what your need is, even if it's an, it's, if it's an unhealthy need. You may not realize that it's unhealthy until you bring it up. I mean, that's you know, why I, I sometimes um, bristle a little bit when I bring up, oh, there's an unhealthy need and a healthy need, because I know what people will tend to do is think, oh, is this a healthy need or an unhealthy need? Now, instead of expressing their need, they're even more trapped in their head thinking about, oh, I can only express a need if it's healthy. No, express a need if it's unhealthy. And oftentimes we really don't know whether it's a healthy need until we start talking about it with somebody else. Now look, the, the main point though here is this is obvious. This is obvious. I know this listener, he's a smart guy. This is obvious intellectually. But why isn't it obvious to this listener who's clearly a smart guy? Because emotionally it's difficult. It's amazing to me how we will sabotage our lives. This is what I tried to say earlier, but it just didn't come out right. This is what I, I've seen this all the time. We will sabotage our lives to avoid conflict to avoid that feeling of getting disapproval from other people. That's not the same as seeking approval. I've talked about this before and when I've discussed the secondary emotional payoff, a strong secondary emotional payoff for neurosis, a strong reason to engage in neurosis or to not engage in reality in the most healthy way is to receive not disapproval. There's a certain endorphin response to that. Um, What's that? The, the, the book that I recommend from the NYU uh, professor who I had dinner with that one time, and The Answer Model. Uh, that, that's a great book, and it talks about how being on the verge of pain and then not getting the pain. There, there's a, a relief, there's an endorphin reaction to that. Um, so we will sabotage our lives to avoid that. And people sabotage their lives all the time to avoid conflict, to avoid that disapproval. So really the main issue here is, right, get comfortable with the, with the disapproval. And the ultimate need here is uh, it's not to turn the radio down. I mean, that is nice. Maybe that's a healthy need in the context. But the ultimate need here is just to have a better connection with people so you can talk with them in a healthier way. And that's really, I mean, just as an aside issue, I don't know if this is what the listeners are dealing with, but as an aside issue, you know, so much of our resentment, we think our resentment is about one particular person, about something they did or said or this or that, but really what our resentment is about ultimately, well, most of it is our disconnection from people. That's what we're resentful about. And that's what we can help you with here. You know, there's a lot of emotional issues. Intellectually, this is a simple issue, but there's emotional issues here that if you don't process, then it doesn't matter how smart you are, you're not gonna interact with these kinds of situations in a healthy way. So that's what we can help you with here. We can help you process emotional issues in a certain way, in a way that not only makes you look not weak, but even strong. And you will be the most emotional person in the room, though nobody will ever use that word, emotional. They will never describe you with that word because Often that word has become used as a pejorative in our culture. But we have a, a specific way of doing that here at Animus. If you want to know more about what we do, animusempire.com slash schedule. Thank you. I'll leave it there. And remember, when we have needs. We, we may need to inconvenience others. But first, what we need to do is to get comfortable with our emotions around having needs. <laughs>